This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Hey, show. We're very fortunate. We've got a wonderful guest for you today. I hope that you'll stay for the entire time. By the way, my name is Kevin McDonald, and this is Positive Talk Radio. Uh, we've been on the air on KKNW for a very long time and hope to be on the air for a long, much longer time. So um, one of the guys that uh, has been with me for 20 years is Eric, and he is the station manager. Uh, Eric, how are you? Hello, Kevin. I'm doing fine. Good afternoon. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you, too. Do you know that there's a hurricane that just went through Southern California? A tropical storm, yes. Tropical storm Hillary uh, is making it, well, I guess mostly made its way through uh, California yesterday. So uh, yeah. we're, we're lucky that uh, <laughs> we don't seem to have many of those kind of weather events around here, thankfully. You know, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking that maybe we should not be naming hurricanes or tropical storms after famous political people. Oh, I don't, uh, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> that it was named after <laughs> a political person. I, I think it was just they were up to H with the names. So, oh, I know, and they but they pick they pick certain names that start with H and stuff, and I think. Hillary is probably, you know, because that's got lots of positive and negative connotations to it. So, sure. um, you know, anyway, that was just a thought. So uh, we've got a great guest today. She is a chiropractor. She's a nutritionist. She is an author. Uh, she's done a lot of a lot of great things. And she's got a website that uh, uh, I would like everybody to go to now. It's called creatingmydesiredlife.com. Um, Eric, do you ever see a chiropractor? I have in the past. Yeah. It's been a while though. I know I've, I've crawled into a chiropractor's office and walked out. It's, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty amazing stuff. When I went to the doctor and he said, well, you know what, we're going to give you some pills and then we're going to give you some more pills and uh, we're going to do anything. And then you'll have to have an operation. So I went to the chiropractor, literally crawled in and walked out. And it was, it was like, and then I went to work that day. So it was like really remarkable. So I firmly believe in chiropractic and and, uh, and the people who do that that work and it's just amazing. So, and she's been doing it. She graduated in uh, from Life University in 1997 and she did, um, she was a chiropractor for 18 years in her hometown of Wilmington, Delaware. And now she's in Florida. And um, with that, I'd like to introduce Dr. Lynn carry to the show dr lynn how are you today young lady i'm great kevin how are you today i'm awesome thank you very much and and i really meant that that i have there i i don't know why this is maybe you can explain it to me but there are people when i say um when they say my back hurts and i said well have you gone to a chiropractor and they say oh no i would never go to one of those people in this day and age, why is chiropractic still not um, considered to be mainstream medicine by most people or by some people? Well, you know, my profession's very split. You're going to get 
you can go to 10 different chiropractors and get 10 different experiences. And there's a lot of chiropractors that are doing stuff that I don't agree with, that I don't call chiropractic. I think they compromise their principles to have insurance pay for what they do. And they tried to become more medicalized, mainstream, which defeats the point of chiropractic, if you ask me. Um, so I think that's why um, people may have had a bad experience or they hear things and it just doesn't add up. And I, I kind of understand that perspective. So. so let me ask you, if you are interested in trying, if you've never used, gone to a chiropractor and you're interested in giving it a try, can you kind of give us some tips as to when you're interviewing a chiropractor is what, what is a good uh, chiropractor versus a, a not so good one? Or is that, is that you have to find out first? Yeah, I mean, you, you want to see if they're aligned philosophically. Are they adjusting you for wellness? You know, they shouldn't be telling you, I'm going to adjust you and your pain's going to go away. Because it doesn't work like that. I mean, it didn't work like, it may work like that for some people, but it didn't work like that for me. They should be very principled in the philosophy that they're just adjusting the body to release the subluxation in the spine, which is the non-moving vertebrae, putting pressure on the nerve, just so the brain-body communication is open. They should use their hand. I think a hand adjustment is better. I'm not a fan of when they put you on therapeutic tables. I think that's physical therapy, not chiropractic. Um, but it's just a pure hand adjustment. It's for wellness. They should not be attached to the outcome. Of course, they want you to feel better, but it's really just to relieve the stress in the spine so the body can do its thing. And you can tell that vibe when someone's really principled in their chiropractic, in their philosophy, I believe, just from finding out those questions. And then, you know, it's the feel. You have to get a feel if that person is for you or not, just like anything. Yeah, I can, I can imagine, because in my understanding, the chiropractor that I went to, or the several of them, and they've all been really good, was that what they did is 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 um, get rid of the, the kinks, for lack of a better word, the kinks in your spine that were affecting the nerves, that were affecting your muscles, that were causing you to have um, um, spasms and stuff that would then cause you to get even worse. And all they were doing was readjusting your spine to where it was supposed to be and let nature take care of itself. Is, am I correct? Is that the good way to do it? Yeah, absolutely. But you don't even need symptoms. You can just get your spine checked. They can feel if the bones are moving properly or not. They adjust the areas that are not moving properly to put restore motion in that area. So it takes the pressure off the nervous system. So your body works better. So you can be adjusted even when you don't have symptoms. Like for, for instance, my son, I've been adjusting him since he was born. So, you know, it's just, um, that's the principle of chiropractic. It's not really treating anything. Well, it's pretty handy having a chiropractor in the house. I got to tell you. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> well, I wish you could reciprocate. <laughs> <laughs> and it also, yeah, exactly. It also helps that you are in, in a, uh, you have a bachelor's in nutrition as well. So you can help him eat well and to keep everything flowing the way it's supposed to. That's right. Yep. So congratulations on, on all that you do. And I wanted to, uh, uh, the main reason that you're here, you're a chiropractor, you've been doing that and you've been, had a very nice practice and, but you're also an author. And there was a period of time when you decided to write the book. The book is called My Journey to Grace, Shattering Mainstream Illusions and Creating My Desired Life. What caused you to write the book and what, how old were you when you did that? Or how so, long? 
Yeah, it was th three years ago. I, right when every, the world locked down, I was very upset by what was happening. I didn't think it was right. And I thought there's so much fear mongering going on that maybe now's the time to share my story. I always thought I would share my story maybe down the road, but I was still figuring out other aspects of my life. You know, I was shattering the mainstream illusion. Like I, I was finding a new path for myself in every area. So I just thought, I just was compelled to start sharing my story. So I just started typing and writing out my story about how I learned to heal myself. It wasn't a straight road. It wasn't that chiropractic adjustments fixed me. Um, so I just wanted to share that journey because if I could do it, I knew other people could do it. And that I always learned by hearing other people's stories. I think we uplift each other with that. So I felt like we needed more of a positive message out. That's what kind of prompted me to do it sooner than I thought I would. Well, and there comes a point in time when we all reach a, a point where we don't feel comfortable with where we've been and we want to uh, initiate um, major changes in our life. Some of us know how to do it. Others of us haven't got a clue how to do it. And those who do have a clue need to help those who don't. Does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because I think, you know, I feel very inspired to share my story with other people. If I've learned something new, I like to share it with other people. And then I realize not everybody wants to hear it. So I have to find those people who, who want to hear it that I they're, they're, that are meant to hear it. You know, it maybe not be for everybody, but I share with those who want to hear it. Well, and when you were in high school, you were not feeling very well. You had actually had a couple of surgeries um, and you went through a long period of time when you weren't feeling right. Uh, was that, it, did, did, did all of this begin from when you were in high school? Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, I look back and I definitely questioned everything my whole life as a kid. I questioned what I was being shown, what life was. I just didn't see much happiness. I saw, saw it as a struggle. And I thought, what is the point of all this? And I do believe some of that kind of depression, that low vibe can, contributed to me getting diagnosed with scoliosis, which is curvature of the spine. So just when I was about to go into high school, I found my own scoliosis. I was always checked, you know, by my pediatrician or through school, they would do those spinal checks. And I was always told I was fine. But all of a sudden I could feel a bump in my back and my waistline was gone. And I showed my mom and she took me to the doctor and we went right to the orthopedics you know, from the pediatrician who sent me to the orthopedic and said I had a very severe case of scoliosis. And now I know the one of the emotional causes of scoliosis, especially an S-shaped scoliosis, um, is, is that you're being pulled in two different directions. And that's exactly what the spine does. It's going in two different directions. And I feel like that. I feel like innately I knew something had to be more to life, and yet I was being shown something else, you know, by my by my family, by my teachers, by religion. So that definitely played a part emotionally, um, but I ended up, you know, I just did what the mainstream medical world told me. That's all I knew at the time. And at 15, I had uh, Harrington rods put in my spine. And the surgery it, itself was labeled as a success, but I was left sick and in pain for years after that. I was always going like, I, I heard your stories, you sharing that, you know, you kept going to the doctor and what do you, they get, give you more drugs, whether it was painkillers or antibiotics on and off. And I just, kept needing them. You know, I would go back to the doctor and say, why do I keep getting sick? And they would write me another prescription. And it really wasn't even helping. I, so even, so my depression was getting worse. The pain was getting worse. Everything was just spiraling. And I went to college because this is about five years, about four or five years. And then I went to college because I was told you got to go to college to be successful in life. So I went to college to try to find myself and become successful and 
someone gave me a pamphlet on chiropractic as a profession. I never heard of it. And so I read the pamphlet and it said, the power that made the body heals the body. And I thought that was like the first time I heard truth. You know, you like, you hear something that like resonates. Yeah. And I'm like, why hasn't anybody said this to me before? And I just, went like I looked into it for me for a few months and then I made the transition I just went to chiropractic school without even getting adjusted like talk about ignorance on fire and I went there and it changed my life that was the beginning of the journey because of the fact that you had been told one thing in your entire life you know and as we're growing up I was talking about this just the other day as we're growing up we are told that there are certain things that we must do we must go to school. We must get uh, the best grades we can. Then we are going to go to college. And then when you get out of college and you have a career that you're finding at the tender age of like 22 or 23, and now you're supposed to know what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And so now you're going to go get married and you're going to find the gal that's, that, that, uh, or the girl, the guy or whichever. And then, and then you're going to have a couple of kids and then you're going to have a house and then you're going to do your job for 30 years. And then you're going to get the gold watch and you're going to retire. And that's the, that's how your life is supposed to go. But many of us, that life just doesn't work. That's not how we're supposed to be. That's not who we are. And we're not, when we come here, I believe that when we come here, we come here for, for a specific purpose. And we know what that purpose is, but we get waylaid from it by other people. Is that what happened to you? hundred percent. You know, there is so many, you test on so many topics just in that little, <laughs> I don't even know where to go. Like my mind's in a thousand directions. Um, I was blessed. I felt like part of my healing process, I believe I lost the fear that I couldn't get better. Right. I, I, I gained trust that my body actually can heal even regardless of the surgery and what my spine looked like. I, I gained my power back, but I also felt purpose. Like I felt purpose. I first time I felt purpose and passion and I could help somebody. Like I have a message now after my own journey. So I was blessed with that. And I really just wanted to get out. And I thought I was going to go back to my hometown and change the world with this message. But when I got out, I realized it was like life just begun. I had no life skills. I had no concept of what was really going on in the world, you know? And so it was like, I opened up my practice at 23 and then I realized, oh my gosh, you know, mainstream society, like just what, from my own lack of business and money skills, from watching people come in my office, what was all the things contributing to them being sick? You know, all these things came pouring in and I realized, you know, that setup, what you described of us doing all these things at the, that's why I called it shattering mainstream illusion. Mainstream tells us we should get all these things, right? Your your degree, your job for 30 years, your your get married, have kids. Well, what about the rest of your 40 to 60 years of life? I think this is where we get stuck. Our soul is here to evolve and have new experiences and new different. We should be changing ourselves. This is why we get old in Asia because we're stuck in this, what I call the rat race, instead of fully living, you know, and it suppresses our creativity, it expresses our, our expression. and who we are truly as a soul. And that is part of our immune system. This is the part, like that's the life force in your body that starts to get shut off because you're not inspired anymore. You know, so there is just so much to that, what you described that, and even for myself, I started to grow beyond my practice. And, but there was a lot of, I felt a lot of guilt because 
I did love chiropractic. It was my first love. And I thought, am I betraying who I am as a chiropractor? What my what will my family think? What will my practice members think? But I was outgrowing it and I had to get out. And looking at, I'm glad I made the right decision. I have no regrets. But that was a hard decision for me because of all those labels of who we are supposed to be, right? Yeah, exactly. And the thing the thing is, is that now you were unlike some of us you were very successful at your practice and you you did very well you had a lot of uh patients and stuff but still there's a point in time and i believe that this happens to every one of us at one point or another is there's a point in time when we say i said this at 42 i said is this all there is there has to be more why am i really here what am i really here to do and so that started me on my journey of finding out why am I really here and what am I really here to do? And what I'm really here to do is to talk to Dr. Lynn about her book, The Journey to Grace, here on How's that for a segue? I here love on it. Positive Talk Radio. Go to our website, which is creatingmydesiredlife.com. And I, you know, <laughs> I have to laugh. There, there's somebody out there that listened has been listening to us and listen to you the the website creating my desired life life.com and they're going oh come on that's pollyanna i can't i'm i'm stuck where i'm at and i can't get out of it i, I had a good friend that was that way it was like for years he was like i hate my job i said quit i can't why because i can't because why and and it would go like that and he wasn't very healthy and he wasn't very happy and uh and all of those things come together to to make it all work so that we can live the life that we were meant to live um at least that's that's my opinion i i think you hold the same ideas i hold exactly the same ideas and the, the thing is is because you think you can't that's the soul's journey like this is why we're here it's not maybe it's not supposed to be easy maybe the things that you if by following your dreams or whatever really makes you happy the obstacles that you encounter is exactly what you came here to experience. You know, I believe going through those ups and downs in life is the soul's journey. And that's how you really expand and find and tap into your true nature of who you really are. There is a higher vibration within us. We're only living at a, a piece of our potential here in this mainstream society. If we start raising the consciousness, there's going to be much more freedom and happiness, I believe, for all of us. But the journey is the inner work. We all have to do our own inner work. And this is kind of what frustrated me too. People would come in and it's like, I can't fix you. I can adjust you all day long. But if you're not doing the work on your own life, listening to your own inner voice, working on the mental demons that you carry you know, to, to, to clear them, we're going to be, you know, you're going to be stuck here doing the same thing week after week after week. And I saw that and it drove me crazy. Like I didn't get into practice to fix people. I wanted to empower them to change their lives. And I, I just felt like me as a chiropractor in practice was, it became too mainstream. As much as I thought I was outside of the box when I, when I started, I outgrew the whole scenario of it, if that makes sense. Sure, sure. Well, when you do the type of work that you've done and you recognize that there's energy involved, which I have never, I've never gone to a doctor and in fact, I've never, I, I take that back. I went to one chiropractor who talked about energy. Everybody else doesn't. Uh, they, and because they talk, they're looking at your physical being, your physicality that's here, but they don't talk about the energy that you are emitting 
that's coming from your body and 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 how you can change your vibration to become a happier healthier more vibrant individual rather than to be stuck in a low vibratory system unfortunately and we'll talk about this probably in the second half there can be some adjustments that have to be made based upon your um as your um vibratory system rises sometimes adjustments have to be made in relationships and other things we'll talk about that in a little bit but by the way we're talking with dr lynn carey um and now do you prefer now when you were doing your chiropractic were you also talking about nutrition and helping people learn that as well um so a little bit i i think my main thing with people with nutrition is eating clean you know, as much as you can, you, and, and don't, I don't want anybody to, anyone to become neurotic about what they're eating. Cause that takes, that's just as much stress. I've seen people follow crazy diets and judge everything they eat. And I'm like, look, you're putting just as much stress on your body. Try to buy organic and clean for your food and your products as much as you can. And what you can't just let it go and be mindful when you eat, maybe stop when you're full, feel why you're eating, you know, be present when you eat, enjoy your meal. And, and the more you do that, you're going to end up getting in tune with your natural cravings and you're going to start to self-regulate without all the monkey mind chatter in your, you know, going on with everything you're putting in your mouth. Have you gone to the bookstore lately and you look at the, the aisle on nutrition? It is overflowing with every And if you go to enough books, you're going to have one book that tells you exactly the opposite of what another book is telling you to do. So where do you begin? How do you even know? But um, I, I so I'll ask you, how do you know? <laughs> well, I think by, really it's about getting in tune with what you want. Because I think if you once you get in tune, if you're really following natural cravings instead of, I mean, sometimes we start craving things because we're too chemicalized. You know, you just look at our food. It's so processed and chemicalized. If you, if that's all you're eating all day long, you're not really feeling natural cravings. You're probably getting cravings from needing more of the drug that they put in the food. But when you start taking all that out, just buying things that are more whole foods, you know, natural without the chemicals, without the process. And like I said, you can't do it all the time. It, it's not easy to eat like that in our society. But if you can start doing it even 80% of the time, you're going to see a difference. You're going to see how you feel. Your digestion is going to start to clear out. And then you're going to start craving things. Sometimes you might crave junk food, but guess what? I know if I have a, like, eat some junk food, I usually am craving something healthy the next meal. So I feel like you start to self-regulate without thinking about it too much, you know, because it shouldn't be a burden. We should be enjoying our meals and our food and and being present and not so eating on the go and and just you know i feel like we just bringing more mindfulness and awareness to why you're eating how you're eating it starts to change things and maybe my body type might be different than your body type and what you need according to the stress you're going on in your life too so we change biochemically all the time and i think you know it's not just a cookie cutter diet that we should be following do you remember, you know, I'm older than you, and this was a marketing campaign that was done by a, a major uh, fast food company years ago. They called it a Big Mac attack. Do you remember those commercials? I remember a lot of the McDonald's stuff, yeah. Where's the meat? All of it. It's hysterical. Exactly. And uh, uh, the Big Mac attack was that you had a craving for this thing. I haven't had a Big Mac in like 25 years and haven't missed it at all. 
Um, but you know, that's just me, but, but still, you know, we are told what to eat by watch a football game on Sunday and they will, if, if, if an alien came down from Mars, we would be having beer, scotch, chicken wings and, and fast food and pizza. It'd be what we were having if they watched a football game and was watch the commercials. Um, and, and so <clears throat> one of the advice that I've I heard a long time ago, and I keep telling people is when you go to the grocery store, before you go into the center of the grocery store, go on, on the outside aisle and pick up everything that you can from the outside. Cause that's where the healthy food is. Am I, am I, is that correct? I don't know. I feel like I'm all over the place with different stores, different aisles, different sections. I can't stand it anymore. It's like, I wanted this. It's not at this store. It's like, I gotta go to this store. Like it's become, and then I almost give up. I'm like, was that organic? Like they have it so mixed up. It's, I don't feel like it's even easy to find anymore. And I feel like that's just since the last couple of years. I can't. It, the ideal, if we all got back to growing our own food again, would be amazing. But I, I mean, I'm not even up for that. I'm just saying that's the ideal scenario, right? But, you know, it's, we have to be realistic in how we're living in society. Well, I grew up in the food service industry. And so I'm really well aware of the marketing practices that are used by food companies to market certain things. One of which a big, big, big catchword has always been natural. Another one is organic. Another one is free range. Um, all of these things that, that they put out there to get us to buy this particular product. And oh, by the way, it's more expensive because they put um, organic or they put free range on it. I can tell you, I worked in a with a chicken processor for um, like six or seven years. And I can tell you that they, the only thing they do is open one of the doors uh, of the chicken house and uh and let the chickens walk out a little bit and then they can call it free range so you know you have to do your homework if you're going to eat clean and eat naturally you're going to have to do your homework and do the best you can but it's it's not easy and you're right it's it's really not easy no i agree and that's i always think that i see some of the things that are labeled organic or all the labels they put on things and i'm like man you can you really you exactly what you described you know, what they call natural flavoring. And then there's all this artificial flavoring. It's so bad. It's so bad with the marketing. So I'm like, that's why you have to find a couple of brands that you know, are actually, actually organic, you know, or try to, or a store that's actually going to support the, the cl really clean things, you know, so you have to, if you can, so then you it just take some of the work out that you know, you can go to that brand or, or that store and, and find those items, you know, but it, it's a process today. And it's become worse and worse because they're playing the game back at us. Oh, we, we, we can, we can be organic now too, you know, because of one thing that we did and yet they're not. So I, I get it. That's why I mean, it's so hard. It's so hard. I think today to shop clean and, and do what I'm saying. Like I said, if we could really just go back to growing our own food, we'd know what we're getting. Oh, exactly. And, and even in the labeling that they use uh, these days, and we need to take a break, but first I want to, the labeling that they use is, is deceptive. And you have to be really careful because I'll give you an example. There is a company that makes a chicken pot pie. I used to love this chicken pot pie. And one day I said, well, gee whiz, how many calories is that? So I looked at the label and it said, well, it's 800 calories. And I said, well, that's not bad. But then it said servings per container two. Now think about that. Servings per container two. It was designed to be 
at by one person, but they they put two servings on there. So it wasn't 800 calories. It was 1600 calories, which meant that that's all I could eat that day. It's like, how could they really do it? But that's what happens all the time. So all um, the time now I see some junk stuff and it, I see the, the label of natural this or organic and I'm like, oh, wow. So. Yes, indeed. And again, we're talking with uh, Dr. Lynn Carey. We are, when we come back, we're going to delve, 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 delve deeply. That's it. That's what I'm trying to say into her book, My Journey to Grace, Shattering Mainstream Illusions and Creating a My Desired Life. So we're going to be talking about that. Go to our website, creatingmydesiredlife.com. Uh, we're going to take a really quick, short break, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Positive Talk Radio. Hey, PTR loyal listener. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second, I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits beyond expenses to be awarded to a local or international charity or project which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we'll lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio, video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash our dash store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at Kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's create something great. And welcome back, everybody. See, that wasn't too bad. That was just a couple of seconds and... And I hope you got some good information there. And we're talking with um, um, Dr. Lynn Carey. She's written the book, My Journey to Grace, Shattering. Uh, oh, it went away. <laughs> Shattering. Anyway, um, we're talking to her about her book. And, and what she's done is she's created a way, a book that helps her, helped her heal physically, mentally, spiritually and financially um in this book she shares her views about her own healing journey and for her 18 years of chi practicing chiropractic she's concluded that the mainstream narrative and living in the rat race 
is causing sickness and disempowering individuals. I couldn't agree more. Why do we put ourselves through this? Well, I think it's just the way it's set up. You know, I mean, if I knew what I knew today, I maybe would have set myself up differently. But, you know, just for instance, I had all this schooling, right? And a lot of it, me becoming a chiropractor was my own personal journey. I was going to seminars on the weekends, learning from true chiropractors because chiropractic school didn't really teach me everything I needed to know to be a good chiropractor because they got so caught up in us becoming licensed doctors and all the national boards we had to pass that the art of adjusting kind of got lost. So I was doing all this stuff. I opened up my practice and I didn't know anything about business or money. So I had to teach myself, you know, by default, I'm doing everything wrong and then having to fix it. But watching people, I was really observing people in my office because I'm like, why are they coming in with the same problems or chronic symptoms? Why do some people heal? Why some people don't? And I realized that, you know, it's the stress level. You know, the stress level is killing people and it's coming from not enough time, not enough money, not having time to take off the heel, not being able to afford the clean food, organic food that we're talking about, you know, not being able to afford to pay for alternative health care out of pocket because their insurance wouldn't pay. They were only doing what their health insurance dictates and that's not healing or even health. And, you know, so I thought this is insanity. You know, people don't feel purpose every day getting out of bed in the morning. It's like drudgery. They're getting out to just make ends meet and to pay the bills. And I thought this is really, it's the matrix. It's set up like this to keep us kind of suppressed. And I thought there's got to be other ways. And so I just went searching for those other ways to really um, understand this whole dynamic for myself and for people. And so I found a lot of ways that are better than what the mainstream is telling. And so that's what I shared in my book. You know, I thought it's a blueprint. Here's another path to start. Because the thing is, when you're looking for something else, it takes time to kind of research and find your path. Because the path isn't always uh, paved for you when you're walking outside the mainstream system. That's the problem. Well, and also there are people around you who are not interested in you doing that because it affects them somehow or some way. And in, in some cases, it's like, Dr. Lin, what are you doing? You're a chiropractor, and that's what you should be doing forever. And But that wasn't what was lighting your fire. You wanted to do something different. You wanted to be who you really are. And, and so it's cool that you went on this journey. I encourage everybody to do that, to follow your passion, follow your heart and to do what really are you going to always be rich if you do that not necessarily but not everything is about money either at least that's my opinion what do you think i agree 100 percent. and i fell on my face a million times and i'm still picking the pieces up after the last couple of years kind of derailed what i was doing because of everything changed that i wasn't ready for but it's okay because i feel so much peace you know and i because I've always done my best, I've always followed my heart. So there's, you live with no regrets. That's the best. Like I took chances and, I've, and I'm still recreating myself because I believe we're here to always grow, learn, and experience, you know? And I, I trust that all the struggles that I'm going through make me a better person because it's always been like that. Every time I feel like there's a dark moment or a struggle I'm going through, maybe a year later, maybe a few months later, I'm like, oh, that's the reason I went through that. 
you know? So there's always a reason that you're going through it. And that's the magic of life. People are afraid to go there. They're afraid to visit the dark places within themselves. But when you do, that's when you really free yourself to be who you are. You learn through the experiences that you gain in life. And every experience has an outcome and can have a positive outcome. If you look at it that way, isn't it about how you look at things? I mean, if you think, oh, well, I'll give you an example. I went through what I call a bad country music song period in my life where everything was um, not going as well as I liked. My, my father died. My dog died. My wife left. Uh, I lost my house. I declared bankruptcy. I hit a bridge with a truck. <laughs> I was sued for $50,000 all within a three month, three year period. Wow. And all of these things were happening to me or, but they were happening through me and I understood why they were happening. And I appreciated the outcome that, because it led to, Oh, that's why I did that. Or now I'm doing this because of that, or this played into that, that happened 20 years ago. And it all makes sense, but you have to have a moment of perspective as to what really is going on versus what our little, our, the, the little voice in your head, that, that little negative voice, what it says is going on ain't true. It's that other voice that you need to gain and learn from and to bring out that's the voice that you should be listening to. At least that's the voice I listen to these days. I couldn't agree more. I mean, there's a couple of things that happened to me that maybe would be um, people could stay victimized forever. Like my father died when I was 12. I don't look at it as a hurtful situation. I look at it as probably one of the greatest blessings in my life because I believe he freed me. He freed me from fear of death. He freed me from, you know, actually not living fully because because of that i was kind of fearless because i already lost everything so there was that piece i felt like he was guiding me from the other side better than he could have in the physical body i feel like there were so many blessings that came from it because of that and then i had the surgery if i knew what i knew today i would have never had that spinal surgery it's ludicrous but i wouldn't take back everything i've learned from it i am so free in my body and my health that i poor, i see people i'm thinking my god they don't they're living in this disease world. I don't live there anymore. And I wish I could offer that health freedom to everybody. But you have to go through the own journey. It was through my years of struggle and nobody could help me that I became empowered. So I would never take that back. So sometimes the darkest, sometimes we think the darkest things are happening to us are the things that set us free. I will tell you that one of the things is that because of the things that have happened to you, you have been able to step forward and to write a book and to write a book that can help other people uh, achieve the same things that you are in the process of achieving. Are you done yet? Is there, <laughs> I gotta ask, is, is there a time when you can ever say, whew, I'm perfect now. I've got everything handled and I know exactly what I'm doing. Definitely not. I think that maybe we would be, we would drop the body, we'd be, in the other realm or something that, you know, I think if we're in this human suit, we're going to keep going. We got to have new things to challenge us and make us grow, which is why we're here. And continue to grow until that day comes when we each are going to have that day. I don't know if everybody knows this, but you, I'm, you are going to die <laughs> at one point. Your body is going to stop working at one point. Now that doesn't mean that you stop working it just means um do you know who john edward is 
Yes. He's a famous psychic medium. And one time I was listening to him, which I have done often because he has little nuggets that you can get from his work. And he says, um, he said one, a, a lady said, well, you know, he, he's gone now. He's, he's dead now. And, and, uh, and John said, um, what kind of car do you drive? Um, and she said, uh, I, I drive a Plymouth. He said, what kind of car did you have before? I, I had a little Toyota. Uh, do you miss a Toyota? No, because I have this Plymouth. So when the when you were done driving the Toyota, you got out of the Toyota, and then you got into the Plymouth. Well, yeah. Well, that's how we, when we go, we're stepping out of our body, which is no longer serving us. And But that doesn't mean we're going anywhere. We get to go home, and then we get to recalibrate what we're doing and determine what we did well, what we'd like to learn more about, and then we get to come back and we get to do it all again. I believe that. I know that to be the, 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 the case. Uh, do you, I, you're, you're smiling at me. I suspect you do too. I agree with you 100%. I, it was very, that's very, that's a great scenario. Yeah, said, yeah and, and it makes such, such sense. Because I've had a bunch of cars, <laughs> my children have killed three of my cars, but that's another story. Um, but, <laughs> but I, you know, and when you're done with something that you don't need anymore, that doesn't serve you anymore, then then it's time to move on to the next thing. And and but while you're here, it's the it behooves you to learn from people who've been down this road before. My journey to grace, shattering mainstream illusions and creating my desired life is a great vehicle for you to learn a little bit more so that you too don't have to feel, wring your hands and say, I can't do any of this. I'm screwed and all that kind of stuff because none of us are. We have got immense power and you have come to understand that, haven't you? Yeah. And you know what? I always say, people say, oh, we live long lives. And I'm like, well, are, are all those years, are you fully living? Because I sure see a lot of people who are just existing, existing that don't want to change anything because of so-called what they call security. To me, that looks like death. Like the walking dead is what I call them. But I want to be here fully living. Are you fully alive, happy, trying new things, growing yourself? You know, I think the, the mainstream has made us just want to exist in this so-called security, and that's killing us. And I really believe we're here for more than that. And I think if you are fully living better quality of life, you know, that's, that's what you should be searching for. Well, the, the, I agree with you. I think the powers that be, they have a vested interest in keeping us doing the same thing over and over again and not, not learning from it and, and to growing past it. You know, recently we had the pandemic and then we had this great resignation. Did you hear about this great resignation that we had? that a lot of people were didn't want to go back to the job that they had because they'd been away from it for a little while. And they recognized I wasn't happy. I want to go be happy with my life. Absolutely. Yeah. I think people started to reevaluate everything they're doing every day. It, I think this uh, lockdown affected everybody in so many different ways, you know, it, it, it really did. And, and I'm hopeful that more people, because you know, so many thoughts are running through my head. 
if if everyone had the idea and the desire that we are all one, that we're all connected, and that we're all here to do the best that we can and to live with purpose and to live our lives fully and enjoy ourselves and and to learn at the same time, I think we'd have I think we'd run out of time for war. I think we'd run out of time for hurting other people. Um, because we we wouldn't want to hurt ourselves. That's right. No, if we were really following what makes it, it almost sounds like you're being self selfish, right? If you're going to follow what makes you happy, follow your dreams, grow yourself, no matter what, what happens is you're more aligned to your source, which we're all connected to source. We're all one. The more aligned you are to that, the more consciousness you bring to the world, the more you end up serving more people. You help raise the consciousness and incur, it empowers other people to do the same thing. So there's more alignment. There's more peace. There's more prosperity. There's more love. There's more, it's all the better things. We're creating heaven on earth by following that higher voice, that inner voice that's telling us, follow your dreams, follow, go through this dark place because you're clearing up all that stuff. The people who are hurting other people are most disconnected from themselves or their source. So if we were all following this inspiration within, we create heaven on earth, there would be more peace. We wouldn't have time for any of this other horrible stuff going on in the world. I think it would naturally fall away. I agree with you. Now, you know, I learned, speaking of experiences, I learned from my father, uh, God rest his soul, that uh, um, he grew up in a time when you did what you were supposed to do. Um, he went to, he got married at 22, 21. He was 21 as my mom was 19. And then they had three kids and then he had to go to work and then he was supposed to work. Now he was also a really, really good golfer and wanted to go on the tour. Couldn't do that. He had to go, he had to go to work and he became a manager at Nordstrom for, for 35 years. And then when he, quit being a manager at Nordstrom, then it was no longer, there was nothing left for him because his passion was long gone. And, and when he ceased to be Mr. McDonald and became Jack, he lost his identity. And so he spent the last 10 to 15 years of his life, just not finding out who he was, didn't know he could do anything else. And I was, and I kept thinking to myself, what a sad commentary for a great man and for a great man to end his life in that place, in that way. And I committed that I not, not good to happen to me. Dang it. I've got, I got better things to do. And I know you do too. Oh, I saw, I see it in so many members of my family. And in fact, I, I do believe that's what killed my father. He was an entrepreneur at heart, but he didn't have the right support. He failed many times. And when I came along, he was starting over again. And in his late forties. And I think I, I really believe that's what killed him. It was a broken heart, you know, like failed dreams. I know how important it is. I see it with people. It's the, what lights up your immune system. It's the life force within you. It's the passion you should feel the inspiration you should feel. And it might not be big things. You know, I don't want it to sound out of reach for people. It's the little things you start programming yourself, reprogramming yourself to follow the little things that make you happy. It snowballs into bigger things. You know, because I believe we're here to have a joyful life, a joyful expression. It shouldn't be this hard struggle existence. You know, I mean, it's just depressing. That was what I saw as a kid. And that's what really I thought, there's got to be more to this. Like, why are we here? Like, I mean, I don't, you know, I was kind of angry that they even brought me into a world like this. I'm like, this is insanity. So I see a whole nother way. I know it's another, there's another way than that. 
and I'm still discovering new things. I don't have it all figured out, but that's the joy of the journey. I've discovered so many more things by just just staying open and researching and, and looking at other ways of doing things. Have you heard of the expression, the golden handcuff? Oh, yeah. Explain to our audience your, your definition of the whole golden handcuffs. Because you get this success as a whatever level, like a, you think of a CEO at the top of the company making all this money, but he has to keep going to the, do a job that he doesn't even, he doesn't even like it, but he's going, but he has, makes this great living, you know, and, and supports all these people around him and, and the status and the identity and all this, but he's dying inside, you know, and it's like the golden handcuffs. They just, he, you have to keep going back to keep this life going, but your soul's dying inside. That's the worst. Yeah. And so what do you do? You end up at the bar. You, you end up taking pills. Exactly. You end up not, you end up not leading your life and not being the man or the woman that you can be for those around you. Uh, because you're so. There's just, too much, there's too much at stake to walk away. Like it, it's too big, right? The money's too big. The status yeah. is too big. All the people you support, it's too big to risk it all, to follow your heart. And everybody tells you that. That's right. No, nobody says, oh, don't worry about us. We'll be fine. You, you go follow your passion. And if it doesn't work out, because it probably won't the first time, it takes time. Um, but uh, we'll go figure it out. By No, no, they don't say that. They're like, how could you do such a thing to your family? My gosh. Oh, yeah. And so that adds the guilt, the pressure, the whole thing. And that leads to the stress, which leads to the body breaking down, which leads to all of all that negative stuff. And you've seen it time and time and time and time and time and time again. That's exactly it. That's the whole scenario in a nutshell. So it's like you could exercise all you want. You can eat clean all you want. But if you got all that stuff going on, bad relation, you know, relationships that are guilt and obligation instead of really supporting you emotionally, the job you hate every day, whatever. You know, all these things, you're not going to counteract, counteract it with a good diet and exercise at all. You have to look at all these areas of your life because they are all interconnected. You can't compartmentalize. And there are times, and, and tell me if, if you've seen this before, there are times when you decide that you physically decide that you're going to raise your vibration and you take active steps to do that, uh, be a meditation, be mindfulness. There are many, many ways that you can do it. Uh, the, the, the library is full of them. So go find one that speaks to you. Um, but when that happens, sometimes other people who do not, who used to resonate with your vibration don't anymore. And so you have to be cognizant of that as well. And um, it's like at one point in time, everybody left. Everybody except my immediate family left me. Um, all my friends, all and my wife, my everybody went away, and but that's okay, because I now have a group of people that I have surrounded myself with who are really, really good people, and who resonate with me, and so my life is much better now than it would have been then, because these people are are who I was destined to be around. And that may change in the future. Who knows? But I'm having the time of my life. I hope you are too, doctor. I am. And you know, this is the thing. I think that does hold people back. So they think, oh, I'm going to disappoint my family. or I'm going to lose my spouse or whatever. But you know what? You know what the gift of my, it, when I was 12 years old and my father died, the gift that he gave me, I was like, oh, we're not all here forever. 
even if somebody loves you, even if your parents are happy, you're happily married, that person could die. So who are you without that person? I don't, you know what I'm saying? So like, we're not all permanently here together for the whole time. Like, that's what made me realize that. And that was the great, it was so freeing because I see people, they're afraid to let go of certain people. I'm like, well, eventually you're going to have to let go because we die. But people, you know, we're here, some, some of us for a lifetime, some for a season or, you know, for a, a short period of time. I think there's a saying like that. But, you know, we have to be okay with losing certain people because maybe other people are supposed to come in or that person, you know, you outgrow each other. It's, it's okay. It doesn't make it wrong. It doesn't make them bad people. But I see a lot of people getting trapped in that and it really doesn't serve either person. Well, and the other one that I don't understand, and we're not going to have time to delve into this today, sadly, I would love to, but one of it is the, there are some people who feel like they are not complete unless they have some sort of a mate um, or somebody to be off with. And I, I vehemently disagree with that. I, I think disagree you, too. I think you can be happy by yourself. I think you, you can have a wonderful life and uh, you can take care of all the things you need to do. By the way, we are talking with Dr. Lynn Carey. I love having you. Would you come back? I would love to come back, Kevin. I love talking to you. You're amazing. You are as well. And we've got just a minute, minute and a half. So I want you to tell our audience anything that you'd like them to know. Well, it's very important that you follow your happiness because that is the key to your health and your immune system and your healing. So don't disregard it. Well, that was fast. You got another minute. <laughs> it, and by the way, go to go to creatingmydesiredlife.com. And she's written the book and my journey to grace, shattering the mainstream illusions and creating my desired life. If you are not leading the life that you fully embrace and desire, get this book. It's a, it's a great way to help you. Um, understand a little bit more about yourself and i want you to, i want to thank you for writing it there's going to be somebody who's going to pick up your book it might be in a secondhand bookstore it might be in the library and it's going to change their life and i want to thank you for taking the time and effort to write it well thank you for letting me share my story here on your platform it was an honor well, you're back. Come back anytime you want to, because uh, we, I, I, I love talking to people like you because, and I, I think people can tell that I'm enthusiastic about this topic because I really believe it and know it to be true. Um, don't settle. If, if I wanted to settle, you, you know what would have happened to me? I was in a mid-level management position when I was 42. I would have ended up being in a mid-level management position. I Before I would have retired, I would have been what they call backwatered into a job that I had no hope of promotion from or doing anything else. I would have been just stuck doing that. And I, there's nothing in life worse than that. So again, Dr. Lynn, I want to thank you for being here. And uh, by the way, everybody, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you Wednesday at 4.